Right on radio. Right on radio. Welcome to Right On Radio. Today is a great day, and I'm glad you tuned in to be with us today. We're going to talk a bunch of stuff. We're going to talk some news. We're going to talk about the White House. We're going to talk about Starlink. Uh, we've got a Canada update, which we don't do enough, but it's going to be really cool, so I want you to listen to it. And we're going to get into some of the financial stuff. You know, there's this great reset going on. And there's this other thing that's coming on, and the person who's going to help tell you about it is the narrator of Nasara today. And her name is, that's a weak one, I know. Her name is Jessie Zabo, best-selling author, Jessie Zaboter. Well, yeah, that weird look was just because of the narrator of Nasara Jasara. <laughs> that was a weak one. That I'm was weak. It really was not thought of uh, more than a quarter <laughs> second before I said it. <laughs> I can be the narrator today for it, but <laughs> yeah, not tomorrow. <laughs> so I do want to get into that, Jesse, because there's uh, there's an article that's been going around. And it's been posted on our uh, chats and in our digs by quite a few people, and. So a lot of people are reading it. And actually, it's a really interesting article. And it's super long, so we're not going to read the whole thing. But uh, I do want to cover it and, and go into it. And we'll give some, some thoughts on some stuff. But actually, why don't I start with the Ontario stuff and, and get that out of the way? Yeah, we've got that in the Netherlands stuff, too. So let's and do the Netherlands first. Yep. Why, why don't you go with the Netherlands first? We had um, our Netherlands director for Illuminate the Darkness. Um, she's been following some of the stuff that's going on there in the Netherlands. And the past few weeks, um, the Congress has been meeting and they've been debating about um, this law that they might put into legislation that would uh, require all the citizens to um, get the jabby jab. So they've been debating and arguing about this. And so we need to be in prayer. It sounds like today they're voting if they're going to put this um, legislation into, into um, what do we call it? Into law, um, essentially. Yeah, into so law. So making it mandatory. So, and, then, and then there's the passports and stuff like that. that mandatory jabs. So we need to really keep the Netherlands in prayer. And remember, we've already um, talked that uh, about, I think it was two months ago, maybe it was a month ago. Um, no, I think it was in March. So um, everybody who's who's on the Congress um, stepped down so they won't be, there won't be anybody in place for this next term. So if they pass this, they don't have anybody in place to counter it as soon as this term ends. Wow, so, yeah, that's a good, good uh, Yeah, we really need to pray a lot for that because that will just add complications for the people living there. And of, of course, Marion is, is the insider who's there. She's been on the show a number of times. We've got to get Marion back, actually. She's one of my favorite guests. Um, yeah. 
And the Netherlands is really important, I know, to most Americans and Canadians and even our, you know, our people living in Australia, New Zealand, South Africa. Netherlands is just this little tiny country, but it's Illuminati central. <laughs> like, you know, like literally, it's, it's, you know, kind of, so it's very, very key to watch. Right. And, uh, and take part of. Uh, listen, and some other news, actually, before I, uh, just because we're talking about places of power, uh, let's talk about the White House. Um, yeah. You know, listen, we've been reporting on this for a long time. And, you know, the lights go out every night, right at 11 o'clock. <laughs> that, that's never happened in the history of the White House, because there would be some security detail, there would be different yeah. things. It, it seems like it's empty. To me. Uh, are you sure it's not just because Joe is going to bed so early? I mean, he might have to go to bed around five or six every night. I mean, uh, well, this is true, and and perhaps he's brought his security guards that have been with him for fifty years, and they need to go to bed as well. Uh, right. You know? I mean, we could give an exception there. <laughs> so listen, and and then you know, you see, we saw the the pictures of him coming off of Marine One and stuff like that, and he goes up in front of a reporter and his hand goes through the mic so you know it's all cgi uh look yeah. the, the, the place has been empty um uh, although that you know at one point in time at two in the morning there were all these cars and sirens and and they've been buses and there's been you know people coming out of there so you know we have our suspicions that it's been the tunnels being evacuated and stuff like that um but now what is being reported and we don't have proof of this but there's enough evidence to give it credibility that they're actually using the White House for military tribunals. That is very plausible. Yeah. It, it is. And, you know, um, look, it has an underground prison system. Yep. <laughs> you know, uh, it's convenient location. It out, yeah, if they cleared it out, they could technically be hosting everything there. And, and, you know, the, the amount of, because there's a lot of citizen reporters, there's the Nancy Drew, there's the Richard Citizen guy, uh, Penguin Six, and these guys are showing, like, all the, the Marine One copters, in and out, in and out, in and out. So, you know, the theory is, you know, people are going in there getting their tribunal and they get flown off to Gitmo. <laughs> I mean, and we got to bring in, is the fence still up? The fence, you know, with the bolts on the outside? <laughs> <laughs> so they've opened up the park in the last over the weekend, but I believe it's still all well, the White House is always going to be fenced off. Right. right. So uh, but look, it's not normal. Um, there would always be lights on. And at one point in time, the lights are going out, but then they flooded it without exterior lights. Like, you know, it's all the comms are there. It, people are showing us that they're in control. Right. And uh, and one of one of uh, great diggers, Eve. I just want to give her a quick plug. She sent a video, and I guess it's this citizen reporter, and the citizen reporter is wearing a a shirt with a letter on it, you know, which is that certain uh, mm -hmm. letter of the alphabet. And a a, a policeman walks by or notices the shirt. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, it says it's getting pretty exciting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. that was great. So that is worth uh, doing. So, okay, from one place of power to the next place of power. And I want to talk about right now, uh, this Saturday, May 15th, around the world, it's World Protest Day. 
so there's actually a channel on Telegram called World Protest, uh, and you hmm. can find out if it's in your city, and most likely it is. I would encourage everyone to go there, stand and be counted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am going to be at the Toronto one with a uh, with let's say a, a special guest is uh, supposed to be joining me, and that would be George from Reveal Report. Uh, him okay. and I will be reporting from down there together, which I think should be pretty awesome. Uh, if yeah, you, you guys are. Have a great time. Yeah, I think we will. We haven't met in person yet, but we only live about an hour away from each other, maybe less. So uh, we're looking right. forward to meeting together down there and doing some reporting together, uh, which will be a lot of fun. Uh, if you are in Ontario or the, the area and you can make it down there and you want to meet with us, uh, we will be down there uh, at 12 noon. And I am going to wear like a brown brim hat. And that's because I'm going to have helmet head from, <laughs> I, it's <laughs> from supposed to be a nice day. So I'm going to ride my motorcycle down there. And you know why, Jesse? Because you can. Yeah, it's actually kind of cool. But <laughs> most, a lot of people don't realize this. In downtown Toronto, like most major cities, you don't have to pay for parking on a motorcycle. Oh, that's so, very clever then. Yeah, so you can go have a great ride and, and not have to pay for parking. And, and that's I'm doing it because I'm stewarding. <laughs> you probably are more likely to find a parking spot with your mo- motorcycle versus a vehicle. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so that's why I'll be wearing a hat or maybe I'll just keep my helmet on in case it gets dangerous. you might want to keep that on you i guess all right we'll be praying well thank you thank you and by the so if you're listening if you want to come down we'd love to meet any listeners i know we have some in the area uh you know so come on down yeah be counted maybe maybe you'll get an appearance on right on radio Right. <laughs> yeah, it'd be kind of cool to have a couple yeah. ringers to interview, Jesse. <laughs> you know, people who listen to the right. show who, who are in the know. There you go. All right. So speaking of in the know, let me make a segue staying in Ontario to Deco. Huh. So <laughs> Ontario's premier, Doug Ford, that's the equivalent to a governor in the United States. Mm-hmm. He has been doing these tyrannical lockdowns, of course, and that's what these protests are against. Uh, We're going to talk about the lockdowns a little bit further, but what's interesting is, you know, listen, the purpose of these lockdowns is not for health. It is the, the economic engine of every country in Western society is small business. If you cannot see that it is a, an attack on small business and the middle class, it is absolutely to do that. In fact, there's some statistics. Every time they do a month-long lockdown, 10% of businesses disappear. Small business wow. to never return. And that's a lot. Yeah, that's a that's a lot. That's as you calculate it. Uh, how many lockdowns would you say you guys have had so far? Like four or five. Yeah, so that's already then 
10% each time, that's 40, 50% of the small businesses. That's right. And now combine that in the, the major blue cities in the States, Jesse, uh, where they've had riots and burning places down. Yeah. Right? This is all about the great reset, which is their ploy to you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Their exact slogan. Um, so that brings us to Nasara Jasara. Sorry, I need to get a quick drink here. So the Great Reset is different than Nasara. So I want to separate those right away. And the Great Reset, Prime Minister Trudeau, um, you know, obviously Klaus Schwab, the, the Economic Council, Davos, you know, the UN, Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, like they advertise what they want to do to you. In fact, you know, even Kissinger wrote about this in the early 90s, that this was going to come. So the time is coming uh, mm -hmm. when this is going to happen. And so there's some people are confusing the Great Reset and Nasara. Mm -hmm. Jesse, and now we have this article that has made its way around, and it actually has some really interesting points, but it says that Nasara is the devil's work. Mm. So maybe, um, Jesse, do you know the answers to these questions? I don't have the exact answers, but I have theories. You know, it, in scripture, it it talked about, you know, every seven years you have the year of Jubilee where the Lord, you know, when it started, it wasn't, it's not a man-made thing. The year of Jubilee was what the Lord declared that he would provide every seven years. Uh, and, so, so Jesse, I just want to make a correction because people were going to, are going to make the comments on that. So every seven years was when you had to let your crops rest. And the Lord would provide for that year and he didn't have to grow. So he'd actually provide right. on the sixth year for two years. Jubilee comes every 50 years. Okay. Every 50 years. So we'll go with that correction. Um, so, you know, you'd have these years of abundance. So, you know, that's what I believe is you know, that behind the scene, we have the Lord working to restore to the people um, his goodness from his storehouses. Um, you know, is Nasara a part of that? It very well could be. Uh, you know, in scripture, the Lord also promises that he will give to his people the treasures out of darkness. Um, you know, before Israel left Egypt, to go to the promised land that the Lord was going to give them, you know, as they were leaving, literally the Egyptians were throwing their wealth at them. So they left Egypt, you know, abundantly uh, supplied. So, you know, I think of it that way, who ultimately is sovereign, who owns, you know, as you've brought out, who owns all things, it, it's God, you know, so, is anything just straight man-made or, or the work of man's hand? No, everything comes through the sovereign will of God. And I completely concur with that. Uh, so when the devil has his plans, God has his plans. 
and yeah. God can usurp the devil's plans or God can turn the devil's plan into work for God, but all things are going to end up working for God in the end. Right. So, you know, we're, we're studying the book of Revelation now on Sundays, Jesse, and, and I, I've read the book as you have, and we know how it does end. So eventually there is going to be a mark of the beast. There is going to be a one world system. So that is going yeah. to happen. Perhaps Nasara is a way to usher that in. It starts off as a good thing. Hey, it's better than the Great Reset, right? Right. <laughs> but also, uh, perhaps it's a tool of God, and maybe it's a modernized word for a Jubilee. And by the way, if you count the Jubilees through biblical ages, the yeah. Jubilee was supposed to be in 2018. Right. And I believe that's when the financial system and that started coming down of the cabal. I think the Fed is really down. Um, I don't think they're, I think they're printing money out of nowhere because they know it doesn't have to be replaced. Um, and this is just a wake up the population thing because no one could have imagined how bad this, uh, the acting Badotis administration would be. <laughs> like it's just, you, I couldn't have imagined. It's worse than I could have thought, <laughs> right? <laughs> It's kind of like watching a cartoon spoof, you know? <laughs> yeah, because it's none of it's real, yeah. Jesse. <laughs> you know? I know. Sadly, it's real. <laughs> but is it? But is it? That's the question. It might not be, you know? I, so I think that uh, Kim Clement's prophecy of the two presidencies uh, is accurate. And by the way, uh, I'm going to weigh in on uh, the speculation we put out before. I think Jesse's Esther. Kim Clement prophecies as well. I'm just saying. <laughs> we'll take the way in. We'll take the way in. But yeah, it, it's interesting to think of all these things. I, I would be in agreement with you. You know, I think that it is the fulfillment of the times that the Lord has ordained. And that's what we're seeing come to pass. Um, you know, and I think... It, I guess, you know, we have to really be asking the Lord because if we're tr treating his, you know, something, if it is his blessing and we're treating it like it's a curse, then, you know, we're going to miss out on the blessing. So um, that's right. Really so in prayer and asking about that. Look, we don't have all the answers, but I'm going to weigh in on this. I've been studying it for a while. Uh, Jesse has as well. We're going to give you some opinions. They're just that. Uh, but before I do, I just forgot to make one point because uh, I was talking about the uh, Doug Pro Ford and I never finished the point. Mm -hmm. um, you know those stickers on the floor of every shop where you're supposed to stand two meters apart? Oh, yeah. But, so the uh, reason I mentioned Deco is he has a company called Deco Labels. And guess who got the contract? Oh, wow. So he, he's been doing all those stickers that tell you exactly where to stand in all the stores, the restaurants. Yeah, like every store, every restaurant has to have them. Wow. Pretty good gig. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's profited a lot off of that. So it's reported that when he became premier, his net worth was about three and a half million. And now it's in excess of 50 million. Wow, that's a huge profit. So wow. maybe there's some yeah. motivation there. Or perhaps he's blackmailed, like you know most politicians are. All right, let, let's get into this uh, 
let's get into this article because it goes in a couple really interesting directions. Um, so the, the title of it is Nasara, The Political Agenda of the Beast by Sh Sherry Schreiner. And it gives her website, sherryschreiner.com. Schreiner. I wonder if she's a mason and she's throwing out deception, Jesse. I don't know if we can say that just from a last name. <laughs> no. <But laughs> no. Most Masons are not going to have that last name. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my last name means mean shepherd. Doesn't mean I am one, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> uh, All right. Let me just read the very beginning of this because it's it's actually a pretty interesting uh, opinion, and this is opinion. She writes mm -hmm. it kind of as fact, but it, I don't I don't think anyone can say it's as fact. So, the arrival of the Antichrist is something most of the church crowd expects to happen right now. They have been conditioned to believe in a massive disappearance around the world of believers before the tribulation period even begins. This is known as the pre-trib rapture. Uh, Jesse and I do not believe in the pre-trib rapture. The Bible codes indicate that most people are going to be completely surprised and in a panic when they see Lucifer coming in the clouds surrounded by UFOs incarnated in a human body declaring he is the prophesied Messiah to come since most of the religions around the world are awaiting the Messiah and the prophet to come, he will be able to deceive them all because he will cater to them all. Okay, you know, that's pretty good so far. I'm an alien we, escort. Uh, you know, that takes a lot of talent. But well, hey. He's going to come in the clouds. You know, apparently right? his horse doesn't do the job. <laughs> you know, so, uh, he has to stand a foot on two UFOs. <laughs> <laughs> So the government has spent millions of dollars in technology, particularly on the space station, to help with the theatrics of his arrival on Earth. A gramophone mounted at the space station will announce his arrival, and Harp will orchestrate the holographics to play along with the facade. I helped Jesus has arrived. <laughs> yeah, that's a big <laughs> megaphone. <laughs> Like this the, is great. I like this art. This opinion is fantastic. <laughs> so you're seeing some of the holes in it, though, already, right? You know. Um, but look, it, it, I think the alien thing is part of. I think it's the the great uh, you know ace yeah. in his ace in his hand uh, to proclaim this. I really think that is part of the great deception. So you know, it's it's very interesting. Um, and so it says, I helped expose government involvement from information that came out of their black operations program called the Blue Beam Project, which I revealed on my website and was later confirmed in the Bible codes. I learned that they will claim that those UFOs are ascended masters of our fathers and creators and even angelic beings, his host of angels since he is God and will include a worldwide spectacular event will also be aired live on TV. So I don't think that's too far off. No, that, that could be possible. That, listen, uh, Project Bluebeam is a real thing. Um, yeah. They create these holograms in the sky. It's been proven. It's been outed. Oh, you know what? In fact, Jesse, 
I have a great example of it. Let me just pull it up real quick and I'm gonna share my screen and we'll just have to describe it uh, for the people who are listening. So it's, uh, it's, it's two towers in New York. Oh, where do I hit share? It's two towers in New York. So this is another camera angle that has been suppressed. And what was missing? (laughs) An impossible flight path was missing. Something the most veteran uh, pilots couldn't maneuver. Mm -hmm. So. That, but but people on the ground legitimately saw things flying. Right. So I assert to you that is a good example of Project Bluebeam. Yep. I agree. All right. So back to the article. So, it so gets- we got Jesus coming in the clouds with his feet on UFOs and a huge announcement. Jesus has arrived. Yeah, well, you know, I guess because it has to sound like a trumpet. So maybe they're going to play a trumpet through this big megaphone that's mounted on the space station. Jesus (laughs) has arrived. So, you know what, having like an audio and acoustic engineering background, uh, I can't begin to tell you the amount of power that that would need to go through the atmosphere and uh, to surround the world. Uh, And I don't think they have the batteries yet to do that so if that is a plausible theory it's not going to happen for a long time yeah. i mean how many 5g towers are there everywhere hmm maybe it's plausible yeah 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 but the the megaphone on the space station i'm not so sure about that but listen we'll we'll give it the uh the uh benefit of the doubt then you know it talks about okay imagine all these church pews and these people didn't get raptured and stuff like that okay blah 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 we're going to cover this we're going to cover those timelines as we go through revelation so i'm not going to spend too much time here but i do agree that it says the deception is going to be massive Mm -hmm. and it will and by the way look the enemy can put on a great show yeah you know he can you know, and even, you know, scripture supports too that this will be a massive deception that it will be so finely done that it says even the elect, you know, if the time was not cut short, even the elect would fall away. Yeah. So we're talking a very, very good, fine deception. Yeah. And, and quite honestly, you know, just because we just finished uh, chapters two uh, of Revelation, we're, on, we're going on to five now, but um or sorry chapter three of the church of laodicea you know because you're neither hot nor cold i'll spit you out of my mouth and so you know that's the and i'm not making a general statement because i don't know where anyone is in their spiritual walk but you know someone who says they're a christian and just shows up on easter and you know for the holidays and then has nothing to do with christ the rest of the year that might describe that type of a a person right right? um You got to be in or out, people. There's, you know, there, there's yeah. really no time for putting off the decision. Because Amen. 
we're now we're, is the time. Now yep. is the time. Jesse, won't you say a prayer that someone could come to Christ right here, right now? I actually was just thinking that I was going to suggest it. So if you're out there and you want to pray with me, I would just simply say, Lord, I am a sinner. Um, there's things I've done that are wrong, that are displeasing to you. But I believe that you are a God of love. You are a God of grace. And I ask that um, by the power of your blood, that you would cleanse me from all unrighteousness and that you would come into my life and make me new. In Jesus' powerful name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, and if that was you, put something in the comments so we know it. we're going to read the comments and uh, we want to be able to say a sp special prayer for you. Um, and also we want to pray that other people come into your life and help disciple you because this is a, obviously there's a disconnect. You're watching this through media and you actually need people to come into your life. And we want to pray specifically for that to happen. All Amen. right. Thank you, Jesse. That was a beautiful prayer. See how simple it is. And, and by the way, does Jesus give you freedom or take away? Is it a book of laws and rules? Not that I've known. No, it actually sets you free. It's like a, a father giving good advice to kids. You know, don't put your hand on a hot stove. That's good advice, right? right? <laughs> um, you know, don't, right. uh, don't murder. <laughs> That's also good advice. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so let's go back into this. Uh, so we're not covering the, the Great Reset is what we know is the, the Cabal's system. We know for sure that's the Cabal system, but this person is writing this and saying it's Nasara. Now, I, I should have said this at the outset, Jesse, that I don't know when this article was written. Uh, it could have been long before people really knew about the Great Reset, and that's my suspicion on this. Um, but it, it's now, so I'm just going to read a little bit more. Over the past several years, an economic policy called the National Economic Security and Reformations Act, NASARA, has come into the forefront. NASARA claims it would abolish the Federal Reserve System. And, uh, you know, do, actually, I'll read the whole stuff. So, so there's NASARA and then the global version, which is just SARA. Uh, but what it says here is NASARA sounds good at a glance, but it gets so much better. It promises to be a huge prosperity program for everyone involved. Some of the major features of Nasara become their propaganda. Battle cry is to improve liberty, prosperity, and sovereignty. Okay, so it goes on. Well, I'm going to actually yeah. read what Nasara says it does. Because there's a lot of speculation that this person, uh, Sherry, puts in here. But I'll read what it actually uh, cites. So... Forgiveness of credit card, mortgage, and other bank debt due to illegal banking and government activities. Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, the Starlink system is up and running now in the quantum financial system. There's proof of this now. Uh, in right. fact, you, you had mentioned, Jesse, that Glamis has not only said it, but also President Trump has said that it's ready to go. So, yeah. Yep. So when, well, they, uh, they said they put out a statement that it was it was operational. So that was right before I think he did another one right before he left. Yeah. So they've already acknowledged that it was operational. And then we had what we call the back channels 
for the system, like, you know, that glamorous calling, they also verified that, um, that it was up and running and that individuals who had access to their old system could no longer access that old system because the quantum system was operational. And listen, I, I really believe, and the evidence points to it, that these people have lost their fortunes already. Like this is already done. Uh, it's just a matter of getting the public ready. And I think that's what this whole Biden exercise has been, uh, getting the people ready. And I, all of this, I believe, will have to happen all at once, Jesse. That means the media will go down. Uh, the internet, as we know it, will go down. The financial institutions will go down. Perhaps that's the right. 10 days of darkness that was talked about. Um, but it, it, it seems that that's the only way it can happen. Yeah, that's and, what it appears. Mm -hmm. And with the timing of, uh, of, the, of 45 coming out and doing rallies again and stuff like that, I think it ties in because let me continue reading what happens in this. So, um, so it forgives credit card debt. It abolishes income tax. I think that's, mm -hmm. we don't need it. It abolishes the IRS, creates a flat rate, non-essential new items only sales tax revenue for government. Mm -hmm. So not when you resell a car, it gets taxed again and again and again and again, new mm -hmm. item only. Uh, increases benefits to senior citizens, returns constitutional law, meaning no more uh, maritime law. Right. And here's, here's an important point. Establishes new presidential and congressional elections within 120 days of Nassara's announcement. Wow. So, you know, we're looking at this month, Trump's going out and campaigning again. Yeah. It's not like, you know, he's campaigning for the November of 2022. No. What's he, he going to be going out for? Right? right? You got to ask. <laughs> so I think we're, we're starting to see some timelines and I think we're getting really close here. Uh, mm -hmm. It creates a new U.S. treasury and currency and by a rainbow currency backed by gold, silver, platinum, right. precious metals. So a lot of people are saying it could be backed by Bitcoin. And and by the way, Jesse, with the uh, with the course that we do, I get a, I get a, quite a few questions on the Bitcoin. Why are you against mm -hmm. it, Jeff? I don't know a lot about it, and I think that it's uh, it's can be writ with fraud uh, very easily. Uh, I know I know it's super secure. I get that, but there's so many different ones out there. Uh, look, can you just pull a Bitcoin out of your pocket and easily pay for something at a store? Uh, it's kind of like in the course, Jesse. I put it in in the the mammon category or the market category, right? Right. Um, so I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm against it. I don't know a lot about it, uh, and I would just say exercise real caution with it because I, I think it will actually disappear under this. So let me continue. Returns constitutional law to all of our courts and legal matters. Amen. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be great. Initiates a new U.S. Treasury bank system in alignment with constitutional law. And by the way. That goes for all of your countries as well, because yeah. this has to go. 
Um, if it doesn't go to every single country right away, all of the major players are going there. Uh, we know for sure Russia, for sure Russia, he's already got rid of the cabal bankers. Um, yeah. Xi in China is in control of their banking system right now. Right. I, I know they play with they play with London, you know, and the Vatican. And both have already declared themselves a republic, so, you know. That's right. Uh, so, you know, uh, Modi in India, I think, is in it. And that's why India is so bad right now. It's like the United States. They have to show how bad it would could be to get the people on board because um, the people are going to get a big wake-up call there. Yeah. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. Initiates uh, U.S. Treasury, eliminates the Federal Reserve System, for sure, gone. Restores financial privacy, which we haven't had in a long time. No. Restrains all judges and attorneys in constitutional law, because they all get their protection with the bar and things like that. And um, right. politicians don't go to jail unless they're conservative. Some of them do, but, <laughs> you know. And by the way, the right-wing media has been conditioned as, oh, here it goes again, and they just keep comparing, and they're getting you used yeah. to it. They're actually not working for you. They're in on it. Yeah, exactly. Ceases all aggressive U.S. government military actions worldwide. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, How do you return? You know, it, it. let's just propose that military was in charge of things. How do you propose or, or make that transition back to governmental power? You know? Well, yeah, um, my, that was it. Yeah, no, well, I, I, that's a great question. I think they have to hold power until this 120 day notice goes into effect and there's a new legitimate election because listen, 90% of Congress is going down. The Senate is going down. Yeah. There's only a couple good people in there, like Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's not one of them. <laughs> you can tell they hate her. <laughs> Matt Gates, I think, is probably a good guy because they're hitting him pretty hard right now. And we've got Johnson and Grassley. Probably the they're probably the four. <laughs> <You know>? Right. <laughs> uh, there might be a couple more. Uh, actually, Devin Nunes, I would say, is a white hat for sure. Interesting. Okay. Now the other thing is, so when it when they retreat the military actions from around the world, first of all. The big one of the biggest lies that has been happening around the world is that all these countries hate the U.S. Mm -hmm. Like, listen, I know people from Iran. I have friends. I have customers from Iran. They love the USA. They yeah. the, the people of Iran are good people, and Iran used to be really tightly knit with the Western world, you yeah. know. But we needed an enemy because the propaganda keeps the world apart people around the world don't hate people around the world you know the majority don't that's the honest truth you know they'd rather have the peace and work together than have the war and you know death of their loved ones and yeah it's it's the eight thousand people at the top that are dictating the narrative you know and playing along with it about eight thousand people and it's not around the world why would you hate someone in pakistan you know like right. They yeah. probably want to raise a family like you and I, right? 
I mean, this is the truth, you know, they're just regular people like us. That's right. Everyone wants the same thing. You want peace, you want freedom. Yeah. All right. Um, so here it says, so it establishes peace throughout the world. And I would say, yeah, that because let's face it, every war has been about money. Yeah. You know, even the religious wars, they were about money and power. It was not about religion. Religion, Christians don't hate other religions. And yes, the Christians are to blame for a lot of wars, but it wasn't over religious doctrine that was made up. That just gets the passions of people behind it, right? Yeah. You know, that's why the Muslims are, you know, decapitating the Christians. So the Christians hate Muslims. Christians don't hate Muslims. We're commanded to love thy neighbor. Right. But you see how tricky they are? Yeah. <clears throat> now, here's the part I have a problem with. Uh, initiates first phase of worldwide prosperity distribution of vast wealth, which has been accumulating for many decades, releases enormous amounts of sun for money for humanitarian purposes. I, be I believe that enables the release of new technologies such as alternative energy devices. We've been told uh, in Kim Clement's prophecies in particular that there's going to be a major energy device that comes out of this. Right. So uh let me just see what else okay so if we want to get into the jasara part of it here uh and then we'll get into the interesting theory of the, of the writer of the article so also each country must abolish their income taxes if they want to play and play with it uh each country must agree to institute common law each country must have government leaders elected by the people each country must agree to live in peace by the way they put in fair elections uh each county each country must bestow universal property to all their citizens by using money-making formulas and processes. See, I don't remember seeing this when I read through it. So this, I think, is put it. So I don't believe that this is going to be a disbursement of the world's wealth to every single person out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it sounds like there's going to be stipulations on distribution. Well, and listen, we don't know the answer, but God's answer would not to be give everyone so much money they don't have to work. That would not come from God. I can say that explicitly. If that was the case, that would be from the devil. Yeah, and I mean, I think the key word in there is humanitarian um, endeavors. So I think that they're going, to, you know, that the money will be distributed as to those who have ideas or things that will benefit humanity so as you you know if you've got businesses or things that focus on building up communities or your state or your country um those are going to be the things that they're distributing the money for yeah you want to start manufacturing one of these six thousand patents that are going to be released you'll get you'll get the money but the average person, my opinion, and I think Jesse agrees because we've talked about this before, having no debt and no tax, think about how much what your earning potential is. Think of not paying taxes, not, you know, and, and still earning. Uh, and by the way, that'd be more incentive to go out and work because you can amass quite a bit of money really quick. Right. right? Yeah. Um, but again, that creates a danger because... Yeah when you have lots of money you don't really need god 
Yep. Your temptation is to spend it frivolously on yourself, on pleasure. Um, Material idols, right? Yeah. Um, and that's where our stewarding thing comes in. So absolutely. Um, creating wealth through stewardship available today get it before the price goes up on june 1st um so this is what is going to happen um in my opinion now eventually their version of the great reset will happen mm -hmm. as we stated we believe the bible and the bible clearly dictates that is going to happen and, you know, part of the great reset, Jesse, like we, we talked about, you know, the jib jab passports and stuff like that. Um, look, that's not going to go through this time, but it's conditioning you for eight to 10 years from now when they actually have the mark. Oh yeah, that's, exactly. that's, that's a familiar idea, right? That's how they do it. They plant the information, they get you talking about, they get you considering it. And then when something happens, and something will happen. And, you know, eight to 10 years is maybe a bit of a bold, uh, well, I'm not gonna stick by that, I, you know, but probably within the next decade, it could be three years, could be five years, could be, um, I think you and I kind of agree on about a five year. Less, yeah, I'm a little less than five year, but yeah. Yeah. About that. But we, yeah, but we don't know, so. Anyways, um, so then uh, let me go back to this article, Jesse, because it, it gets, gets really interesting here. And this is where I really need your expertise. Um, so it says, uh, Nassara is nothing but a wealth bribe. I think she's actually describing a great reset here for the next little bit. Um, but okay, this is where it gets fun. <laughs> if and when Nassara is announced, uh, I would put in the Great Reset. Uh, it will begin the total dissolving of the Illuminati's worldwide behind-the-scenes control and domination efforts. In effect, we will trade one global tyrant, the Illuminati, who are working to bring in their own New World Order, for another, the Omegans and the Nasara, NWO. The Omegans are Lucifer's army, the Omega Army, the Last Days Army. And they are not referring to Yahweh's armies of 144,000, which we're going to get into in Revelation. I was always confused about that, but I have a clear picture of that 144,000 now. It's amazing. The Omegans are literal aliens, and those who support their agenda, as for the aliens, the Anuk, the Draco, the Reptilians, and the Greys, they will roam the earth and enforce the policies of the Antichrist. They are not friendly. They are hostile. When famine comes from the judgments of Yahweh, for the world accepting Lucifer as its leader, the food will run out. And the Anuk, as they did before and during and before Noah's time, will prey on humans as food. <laughs> that Anukian race was a race of giants. So that's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. And listen, I, I think the aliens have something to do with it. And I think the aliens are, you know, um, demons in a fabricated body, you know? I do 
Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, demons are displaced, so they need to have a body. So create a little flesh unit and walk around and, you know, don't do too much because they're not really able too much right now. But angels can appear as a herb. So even a fallen angel can appear as a person of light. Certainly the devil does. Yeah, yeah. So how does this tie in? And Jesse, you're going to recognize a couple of names here because we've talked before, but there's a couple of names that I'm not familiar with. So listen to this. So we talked about the Omegans. They're the army of Lucifer. Right. The Omegans are the one behind Nasara. The leaders are ascended master liar, St. Germain, and ascended master liar, Sinandra Matria. Tell me about St. Germain and Sinandra Matria, Jesse. Um, well, you know, I don't know too much about St. Germain, um, but I know he had to do, I think, with, you know, the goodness and stuff like that. We should actually just quick look it up. Oh, so I believe he was the one who started the Rosicrucian movement. There we go. Of, yes. Yeah. Out of the Masonic order. Um, I was trying to think of though what he, where I was going with that was I was trying to think of, you know, like you've got um, St. Andrew, who's like the saint of lost things. You know, you've got different saints that are for protection or things like that. So that's where my mind was thinking at the moment, but yeah, Sir Saint Germain, you know, they do say is connected to that. And, um, you know, but this Maitreya guy is somebody who's come forward. He's one of the false Christ. He's come forward and proclaimed that he is the Christ, the Messiah to come. Um, I believe he's, it's not India, but it's an area close over there to that India area where he's coming out of and things like that. So he's been out for a couple of years, I think for sure, since like 2018, maybe before that even, um, where he had come out proclaiming that he was the Christ to come. And um, individuals have reported, you know, signs, wonders, and miracles coming from this individual, things like healing and other things, which, you know, scripture tells us that in the last days, the false prophets and messiahs will be able to do those things that, you know, even to the extent of doing signs and wonders in the skies and the stars. So, and, yeah. and, you know, the Bible says there's going to be many of these guys as well, because yeah. right now, you know, the goat making its way around the interwebs is this new guy, uh, Ben David in Israel. And yeah. they're, saying, they're saying he's the guy. And so we don't believe, or I don't, I, I won't speak for Jesse, but I don't believe that either of these guys are the actual antichrist he's going to put on a much greater show right right much greater um you know with that you know you've got they're connecting saint germain with that um which the omegas that term you know goes back farther than just you know this generation um, again, we're talking more of the old ancient Jesuit terms, the things that come out of the Masonic orders, um, you know, in their books and things like that. So, you know, with that being connected to the Rosicrucians, um, you know, could there be a possible Masonic connection with um, Mantrea and the Omegas? That's very plausible. 
um, you know, the omegas was a term sometimes that was used for those that were part of the white knights, which I believe they do call themselves white knights. And um, the white knights were known in the ancient orders to be protectors of the Holy Grail, which for them, the Holy Grail was literally not the, the grail that the Lord drank out of. It referred to the seed um, through the false belief that there was a, a marital relationship between Jesus and Mary Magdalene. And there was a, ch a female child that was born and that female became the holy grail that carried the seed of the Christ, um, you know, which, so they're proclaiming that this individual, you know, comes from that seed line. So that's where that comes in. You know, yeah. it's what's amazing, Jesse, is you just spelled out kind of the rest of this paragraph, and I wasn't expecting that. Um, so to confirm what Jesse says, and I, and I, that's why I say I think there's some validity in this article. Um, I'm in, I'm enjoying giving it a dramatic reading because it's kind of dramatic. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, the, uh, so, so listen to this. I'm just going to holy grail. <laughs> I'm just going to finish this one uh, this one paragraph, and you're going to see. So uh, so write it as. Uh, the Ascended Master, Liar, Sanandra, Maitreya, then it says, it continues, the Dove of Oneness is the official announcer for Nasara activity. The Omegans call themselves the White Knights and claim that that term White Knights is borrowed from Wall Street Journal and the world of big business when weaker companies are rescued from hostile takeovers by what is termed as a White Knight Corporation or a wealthy person. These are not real white knights. From their own terminology, white knights help prevent companies from hostile takeovers. Yet, these Omegans, with their Nasara agenda, are subtly themselves declaring a hostile takeover of the entire world. <laughs> that was a perfect reading. <laughs> Very dramatic. <laughs> so listen. There's some truth in it. Um, how this all works out, I think we're going to have a jubilee. As Jesse and I were talking about, I think that there is going to be, don't run up your credit card based on this show. Don't do it. No, it's not being a good steward. <laughs> it's not being a good steward. However, if you're investing in property and you went in with the lowest amount as your investment because you're all concerned about cash flow and then there was debt forgiveness and you have multiple properties with your title on it. I'm just saying. And if that doesn't come to fruition, you still have multiple properties. <laughs> so not a right? bad thing. They're not making any more land, Jesse. They're not. Are you sure about that? <laughs> well, no, that's true. In Dubai, they tend to do that, but <laughs> they put those palms oh, no, there might be some military dumb bases off the bottom of the ocean that are for sale after this. I mean, you never know. <laughs> yes, that's true. Actually, there's a lot of underground real estate. Right? <laughs> are there, are there, are there, this is off topic, but are there the high speed trains that I've heard are claimed to be under there in the long tunnels? I, yes, um, I will say that there are. Uh, that's my opinion for right now. Um, some of the stuff that 
I'm going to be bringing out, um, well, I guess I'll, I'll just talk it a little bit here, but we've had that, you know, special one number club or one letter club that some of the people have brought out about, um, we'll just call it the military um, manual for, for war. Um, they've brought that out and talked about that. So I got that this week and stuff. And um, it talks about those very things that, you know, there's different um, levels in the earth, some of that subterranean. Um, and they talk about what considers something um, occupied by enemies and what are the laws of war in those different zones. Um, so they have rules and laws that dictate how one may operate in those areas. And several, a big portion of those deal with transportation. So, you know, why would they need to make laws that govern, you know, how things are transported or the modes of transportation in subterranean areas if they didn't exist? You know, so I've never that's, heard that that's point. just my opinion. I've never <laughs> heard that point made about the law of war before, Jesse. That is breaking news. That yeah. is big. It's big. And, and the interesting thing is that this is the other scary part. Um, those laws basically give the occupying force, which will say the occupying force is defined as not friendly to U.S. citizens. Okay. But those laws give the occupying force the right to operate transportation in those areas. So if they have the right to operate the transportation, there is no accountability for how that transportation is operating. Um, think about what they've been doing with the children. And it's a crime to commit crimes against children, but the problem is that there's no accountability. There's nobody monitoring, there's no, you know, because the occupying force is the one doing all the monitoring, everything like that in those areas. So um, basically our own manual of law is written giving them the legal right to transport and operate, um, or we'll just say to transport children. So seeing as we're breaking big news here, why don't we continue? You know, the speculation has been for years that, you know, since the 1950s that the aliens have made contact with Israel and with the United States and they've made deals and stuff like that. Um, yes and no. Uh, they're not aliens from a distant galactic universe. No. They are aliens. They're extraterrestrials because they're not of this world. They're of the underworld. And yeah. yes, there, there have been deals made. Uh, I'd, I'd say that's pretty concrete at this point. And you're proving the point with what you're disclosing with the law of war. Yeah. Right and, and it does not define um, the occupying force as human. And, and so if you think, think logically, um, our laws cannot govern 
one third of heaven that fell. They actually right. have authority over this earth. And yep. it's not like you could throw them in a prison. We can't throw them in prison, right? And, you know, and that's the thing. If if even this manual includes, you know, entities or, um, you know, aliens, you know, extraterrestrial species, um, you know, what is our government acknowledging? Who Who have they been, who are they at war with? who they've been fighting for territory with, you know, and we're talking, the territory is listed as air, you know, land, and water, underground. So all of those areas are, you know, we've been at war fighting these entities for the domain of those areas. And, and you know what? So a lot of people have a stumbling block on the amount of infrastructure and underneath that's, you know, because you've talked about the cities, you've named Emerald City being under the Pentagon and stuff like that. And I just want to point out, so first of all, um, this alien technology, uh, listen, the devil knows how laws work, how the law of gravity works, how things. So yeah, flying saucers are a real thing. Um, I believe we're going to have this uh, sort of technology coming soon to a theater near you, but uh, just let's just talk about the very practical stuff. So I have a good friend who lives in Germany, flies all around the world, and he runs big underground boring machines. He's like the chief engineer, pilot of the machine, mechanic, you know, does everything. Brilliant guy. And these machines do a tunnel about seven miles a day. Now think of this. Uh, 365 days times seven miles. So in one year, that's 2,555 miles, one machine, one crew. That is almost all the way from New York to California. Right. Like that's New York to Vegas, essentially. Yeah. One year. What if you had multiples of these machines running for decades? Right. And I think the earliest, some of the earlier pictures of those machines date back to the 1940s. Yeah. But we also know that they had infrastructure hundreds of years ago as well. So how they did right. that, I mean, how they built the pyramids, right? Right. And the Knights, the Knights Templars went through there, you know, centuries after the pyramids, all of that. Yeah. So there's a lot that is going to be coming out in this world. And look, we, uh, we believe in the great harvest. Uh, I think it's already started. I think it started last year, uh, to be honest. And listen, with this whole movement, uh, there's been a lot of people coming to Christ worldwide. Right. Um, so I, I believe it's, so. it's happened. Um, we're going to come into a good time. But yes, there will be famine. Yes, there will be a mark of the beast. Yes, there will be a time when you need to be very prepared for it. Uh, but I think it's going to be a short time. And uh, I can't promise you I'm right. But I think, you know, through some study, I figured out some timelines of how long it will last in that. Mm -hmm. uh, when it starts, we just have some guesses because we know the season. But... Um, you know, that's one of the things we discuss in the course, Jesse, is how to uh, to survive when the mark comes out. Right. 
And it's a different, by the way, it's a theoretical, we're not saying it's the guaranteed way, but I think it's probably the best way. And so uh, if you want to know more about the course, we did put out a video on Saturday at Jesse and I did, we wrote a little script because otherwise we get long in the tooth and we wrote a little script. So we got all the major points done in like literally a record eight minutes for you and I. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We stuck to that script. <laughs> Which is the only time we've ever done that, by the way. Um, so, but it gets all the information out and uh, the video is posted. It's called Creating Wealth and you can check it out and the, the links are below. Jesse, how is your book doing? Is it continuing to sell? Is his anointing still yeah. overflowing? It is, yes. And we've got new, we're always starting new projects. So we've got, you know, as we're reaching out, we've got people out there who are reporting to us that, you know, about the anointing, giving us updates. Um, we've had a lot of individuals anointing the land that the Masonic lodges are on. Um, so I just got word even from someone in Scotland today. Um, and thank you for the work that you're doing. Um, he got some of the older lodges there in that area um, anointed. So it's great. People are taking back the land. So when I met, when, when you are at the protests this Saturday and each one of you, cause it's in a major city near you, you should be there. You got to stand and be counted. You want to take this back, show God you want it. That's right. Amen. Right? It's not, it's not to show the politicians, well, them too, but right. it's to stand up and be counted, bring your anointing oil. I want everyone to make a little short video, maybe cut it down to a 30 second clip or something like that. We'll even put them on air uh, of you showing up at your protests and I'll do the same. I'm going to anoint Queens Park, which is kind of like our uh, congressional office of, of Ontario here in Canada. Right. Maybe you should, you know, be like a B-52 and wear a big sign around your neck that says free anointing with prayer. <laughs> and see if people come and ask to be anointed. That would make for great TV. Um, yeah. I'll get George to wear the big cardboard sign, but I'll do the same. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. Get George to wear the sign. <laughs> yeah, I, I so. just, I can't be that guy. <laughs> Why not? Well, he's going to have everybody coming to him then, Jeff. You'll just miss out on anointing everybody. <laughs> But you'll be there together, so it'll work out. <laughs> Should be fun. You know what? You dropped a couple really big bombs. And by the way, the other thing about the law of war is when you see on those back channel posts where it says 11.3 makes the first marker, then 11.4. If you look them up, it's actually referring to this book, the uh, the law of war yeah. book that Jesse has. Yeah. And, and is, by the yeah. way, they're succinct. So by the way, this thing was real. It's not a hoax. Um, no. Seeing as we're breaking news, should we mention it again? Because I think we have on the in the past, but no one uh, really, you know, we keep getting the questions because Glamis gave the go ahead for this particular back channel. Right. They They approved it. And then the posts started coming. Right. So there, I mean, there's a couple options with that. Um, you know, all along we've believed that that one letter um, group, 
that's heading up this movement that they, um, you know, it's made up of many people. Not all of them are Christian, not all of them are white hat, but they're all working towards the same goal. They want to see the same end picture. They want to see, you know, the swamp creatures brought to light. And particularly, you know, their goal in their heart is that, um, you know, the children of this world are safe, that there's no more crimes against children, particularly. So, you know, we know that it's a multi-level group. So, um, you know, who is all in that group or who's working in conjunction with that? You know, nobody knows at this point. Um, you know, so that's the question, you know, is, is this site really, you know, put up by Belenoff? Is she working with them to stop crimes against children? That's plausible. It could also be a PSYOP, you know, but then again, you've got the same scenario. You've got military individuals who are behind it, who are monitoring. But then the question you still have to ask is, if this is high level or low level, um, why would they even care to give me a mention? Um, you know, why would they go to the extent to point out my name and, you know, our show where we're, we're decoding, um, you know, and feel that they need to correct that decode? You know, you think about that people put up information on all the time and let's just say you know I was completely wrong why did they why would they even take the time whether they're high or low level to correct that that's what you have to ask all right so Jesse uh, you said a couple things and I want to make sure there's no confusion at least from my standpoint uh, I don't believe that Glamis is a psyop by any stretch of the imagination I believe it's real. I think Jesse believes it's real as well. Um, and by the way, if you look at their posts, uh, they prove they're real. They Because they say things and then it happens. They say it definitively and then it happens. Yes, these are the most powerful people in the world. So the question is, why would they work with white hats? Yeah. So that's the question. But I, th I think the answer is pretty obvious. And the answer is they have the same short term goal. Yep. The long term is putting off a battle for another day because the white hats and, and the other side uh, are going to disagree on where it should go eventually. Right. But they and have we this. The, there's the dark side of the system and the light side of the system. And would the light side of the system allow the dark side of the system to completely fall and crumble? Absolutely. You know, they'll, they'll work in agreement with any, anybody to make that happen. Why? Because then in the end, they're the only ones standing and they're the ones who are going to usher in the Antichrist. So and they'll you be know, blameless. They'll, you know, it's going to look real. And these people, you know, they're blameless. They're, 
they've been pillars in society forever and you know and they're they're righteous like the pope was gonna probably be one of the witness probably be the witness you know he's already kind of hinting at it so you know there's a lot of stuff and and look i don't know if that's for sure but a lot of people kind of think that and I, i lean towards that myself so then okay let's just paint the full picture this is gonna be so. If you hung on to this episode, if you get you know watch all the way through, you're gonna get some good stuff here at the end. Now let's talk a bit more about the Galactic Federation. How right. do they fit into this picture? Well, that's been their behind the scenes army and military. Um, you, you know, these are the individuals who. You know, we've talked about how Satan has to go into the throne room of God to ask permission for everything that he wants to do. He's not the only one doing that. You've got, you know, those who are underneath him, who work for him, who also are in the courtrooms fighting. You know, they're bringing their requests before God. You know, George Iceman always says this, that, you know, we don't understand how hard these individuals who serve lucifer you know work you know they are they will pray they will fast they will do these things their incantations their spells their invocations for days for months for years to get something approved and so you know don't think that they aren't going before the throne of god bringing their requests to god they have every right, just like we do, to do that. So you've got this council of individuals who are up there fighting, bringing their requests before God. You know, we also have, you know, Christian individuals, those who serve the Lord, who can go up there. We have that right. But do we show up for the meetings? Do we attend and and put in our requests? Um, you know, we also have angelic, <coughs> you know, counterparts that, you know, they're fighting against the demonic generals and, and say those who work for Lucifer, Satan, you know, so they are, they're fighting for that too. So, and, you've and got, they show up at these meetings as well. The God yeah. angels. That's right. They show up and are fighting, you know, for the things making their requests before the Lord. <clears throat> so, what the enemy so god laid out the end of the book the enemy the devil knows the end of the book right. the de, but the devil actually thinks he can win and the devil yeah. thinks he's so clever that he mm-hmm. thinks he could win but god is the beginning and the end god knows that his clever plan before he even came up with it and right. so god gives him some some leeway God allows them to do certain things, and then God uses it for his own good. And sometimes in humanity, uh, humanity goes through a rough patch. There's no doubt about it. Um, And by the way, we don't deserve anything from God. We don't deserve anything. We've turned our backs on him societally. We've done. So if there's a little bit of a hard time in your your existence, thank first of all thank god you've had a flush toilet most of your life or all of your life you know what i mean like we live in a good time <laughs> and, yeah, and uh you know we don't have to work we don't have to go out and hunt for our food we could pick what color food we want 
whatever, you know, whatever your desire is. We've lived in a spoiled time. That's why, listen, we're not going to be spared from some difficulties. Right. I agree and with that. Yeah. So there are some things you should be preparing spiritually. You should be preparing, preparing in the physical as well. Um, yeah. Because there's going to be some uh, challenging times ahead, but it won't last that long. That is the good news. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Wow. We got a lot into this show, Jesse. Yeah, You're we did. Best. Good show. So are you. You, <laughs> you are the best. We just have so much fun doing this. <laughs> we really do. Yeah, it is too much fun. <laughs> we we have a lot of fun and, and you know, we're, we're hopefully serving God and we're hopefully serving you. So thank you for tuning in and supporting this. Listen, please, I, I don't ask very often. I always forget, but look, give that thumbs up, hit the subscribe bell. Those are really important. Uh, do it. Check out the links. Uh, Jesse's Patreon is there. The show's Patreon is there. Uh, Jesse's book is available on Amazon. It's doing really well. If you haven't picked it up, great book. Buy your first one as well, which is brilliant. Um, and uh, and the Right On You stuff is getting exciting. Uh, God's given me some revelation about the next course I'm supposed to do. I've had this course for a couple of years, but I have a new direction for it. So uh, coming Amen. soon, I would bet in June. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, final thoughts, Jesse? Um, go in peace and, and get out there, anoint the land, take the oil with you wherever you go. Amen. Well, having said that, remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community by anointing it and praying for it and just being the light to it. You've been listening to Right On Radio, Jeff and Jesse. Ciao. Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio.